three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. It's your boy. It's your boy, Marlo G. Marlo G. This is the Marlo G Podcast. Episode six. Episode six. So, man, I had to pull up on the wizard. The one, the only, Sam from Sam B. Mixing. Sam, what is good, brother? What's going on, man? Yo, I appreciate you always working with me, man. I know you're a busy man. I know this is, you know, how you make your living and stuff. But I never had no issue, like, booking time with you. Coming in here, man. Professionalism is always on point. Sam B. Mixing Home Studios, man, is way better than a lot of these so-called professional studios out here. Like when it comes to the the quality of work you get, oh, um, his ear for like the talent and the different sounds. So the the um the advice and the uh, the different things he kind of points points you in the directions and stuff. It's it's a real good welcoming environment. The fact that you got it in your home, which means that it's kids safe. You feel me? You could bring your kids up in here okay. with you. It's not like one of those studios where you got to worry about people outside trying to rob you, getting shot. None of that. It's really dope, man. Um. I'm glad that we met, bro, when I first moved out here. You're the only person, truthfully, I might have recorded with, like, one or two other people, but you're the main person I record with ever since I moved here, man. And I'm the type of dude, like, if I if I rock with you and the chemistry is good and, yeah. and it's good business, I'm going to rock with you, like. Right. You know, you kind of just, you always want to have resources, so you, that's where you network. But I always believe in if you find, if, you, if people do good by you, like you stick with them, you feel me? Right, and yeah, a lot of that, a lot of people like that, you know, it becomes family. Exactly. Like, yeah, we might not hang out every day or, or something, but you know that relationship it grows uh, just over time, and and that's what all that's what I kind of always been about, man. Like I, I have always had a home studio since I've been doing music, bro. Where like we had the. Um, uh, we had the whole we had a whole house one time where you could come in there. You could get tattoos if you wanted. Uh, get uh your music recorded. We had video photographers uh, there. You See, know what I'm saying? I like that idea, man. I'm trying to get a warehouse and have different different um that, that areas would be dope. set up like that. But yeah, that's that my, would be dope. That's what I'm working towards, man. But shh, don't tell nobody. Yeah, <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah, man. So oh. I like that idea. I definitely like that idea. So how long you been, how long you been like mixing music and recording people and mixing music and stuff? Well, I started, uh, I started doing this recording about 2010. Okay. And that's when I kind of started recording myself. Uh, I was a spoken word artist and uh, knew, like, knew, knew, didn't know anything about music, um, but um, I, I would do spoken word, at, like, uh, on the corners and uh, the Georgia World Congress Center or on the martyr on the martyr trains. It was, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's where I kind of, like, uh, started uh, involving myself with music and I didn't even know it was spoken word at the time I just thought it was just poetry yeah and somebody told me like oh you're doing spoken word I'm like, okay cool so yeah, then yeah, yeah. You, you know the little differences between them and stuff. Mm-hmm. that's dope I bet you that builds a lot of confidence though having oh. to do stuff like that oh yeah because it's uh you can't oh uh, when you 
the the thing between what I see between like uh performing with music and then without it, like you're constrained to the music, pretty much. Okay. Unless you got like a DJ and a DJ, he can cut it up and then you can kind of do your shows like that. But when you're performing with uh like spoken word, like you can stop and go off and then come back and then bring people back. Like you can move way more. You have way more options than crowd control okay. with with the spoken word. At least I believe. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. there's no music unless you want the music there, but pretty much there's no music. It's just you and the audience. And then you have to use your voice. You have to use your eyes, your presence, uh, your spirit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta feel vibe. You gotta see what people gravitating towards and what they're not really feeling. Facts. But that's probably more pressure on whoever is doing that because you don't have the music as the cover. Yeah. You feel me? You don't got that like that 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 security blanket. Uh-huh. Just having that, you know, that, that pre recorded song or that instrumental on or whatever. So I guess it do got its pros and its cons. So you started so you was doing the um spoken word. Yep. Down there in Atlanta. And oh, you um, in Atlanta. Yeah, I was down in Atlanta. Uh that's when I started doing music. I wasn't doing it any music the time that I was up here in Columbia. Uh <laughs> uh I probably freestyle one 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 or two times or, yeah. or something. But mainly I was a uh I I was a fan. I was a fan of music. That's healthy. I feel like it's always great to start off as a fan. Because mm-hmm. then you like it's it's a level of genuineness that comes in with it. You feel me like it's like you got an appreciation for it. So you wouldn't want to like, you know, disgrace it in a way. Right. Like you kind of want to put your best foot forward and just imprint your stamp on it, but you respect the art form nonetheless. That's crazy. So how did you jump from spoken word into like recording? So you, you was like a fan of music. So you wanted to figure out the process of making it? Is that kind of like that type of thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that uh, I just... When I was doing the spoken word down there in Atlanta, uh, just like I said, I was I was fresh. I didn't understand going to studios, booking time. I didn't understand any of that stuff. Uh, so when I would perform, I met people, and then they offered to record me down there in Atlanta. Okay. So when I came back home, uh, when I came back home, uh. One, there was no place for the spoken word. Like it was, it was bad, uh, and I don't think it ever recovered. I don't think it ever recovered yeah. uh, for Columbia. I know uh, Al Black. Shout out to him. He he does a uh, a uh, mind gravy. Uh, I don't know how all that's going now with COVID and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of But um, he had one. And it was some more uh, uh, street poets. They had one, but it wasn't uh, enough to like keep. I guess uh, it, it it wasn't as many uh, avenues. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it wasn't. Okay. The, it wasn't. The, it wasn't as many avenues as it was down there in Atlanta. But that makes sense, though. Atlanta is more populated. Yeah. And it's a lot of musicians down there. Yeah, so they had like whole coffee shops and yeah, stuff. Man. And you so can just be, walk down the street and then, boom, like you can walk in here and perform. And then go over there. Yeah. Yep. 
So, stuff, like that's, <clears throat> stuff like that is good, man. It's like, it's, it's training, you feel me? Like, you need things like that, man, where you could just go and just, you know, work on your material, you feel me? Where it not be like a, you put in, invested this much money into like a, a show show. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you need like other smaller venues where you could go, you know, like deal with being in front of audiences, working on your material, trying to iron things out, but it's not necessarily like a, okay, this is my show. Yeah. Or this is like something I'm trying to, you know, <sighs> but yeah, but uh, but from there, from not having those avenues, uh, and a lot of stuff was going on in my life as well when I came back Word. home, cause everything slowed down, and my whole thing was like, when I get back home, man, you gonna hit the ground, da 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 da, da, da and everything slowed down. So uh, my poetry began to turn into. Uh, in, into hip hop, uh, I had a I had a friend, uh, T40, uh, Twisted Story Vets. Uh, he gave me I think I believe what he gave me my first what uh, my first beat, and then he had another beat that he was uh, working on. Uh, he had another beat that he was working on, and he was gonna turn it into a weed song. But it was so hard, I was like, bruh, this shit just can't be no weed song, bruh. And uh, they let me get that one. And uh, yeah, so that's where it kind of started off. But um, I winded up recording myself. I tried out a few studios when I came back home. Um, couldn't get the sound that I wanted. Word. And so that what kind of started me, started my journey <laughs> Yo, to yeah. like... That's that's important, man. Some people find a sound right away, or some people like it's easier to find their sound, and others like they need to like go and record with a couple people to figure out exactly what they sounded, man. That's something I dealt with too because I always felt like it was always this level of like dissatisfaction with a song when I was done with it. It was just like it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. like a professional song for some reason like right or like, even it don't even sound like me i just wanted like, yeah. i just wanted it to sound like me shit uh but i i didn't get that and uh man i i think i got my uh taxes back or something yeah, right then and i got time. some uh always my tax time <laughs> <laughs> i got pro tools oh you got pro tools yeah i got okay. the pro tools m audio uh, microphone USB. That was the first one that okay. I started off with was the USB microphone. Okay. And so yeah, I had so. a little USB microphone too. I had my I started off with um what was it called Mixcraft or something like that. Yes, a little Mixcraft. Yeah, man, I started off with that joint. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy though. That's crazy. And then you just you started recording yourself. You got better <laughs> recording yourself, and then people heard your songs and was like, Yo, we recorded that. Oh, just like I said, um. Man, and it was crazy because that's where I started, like, Acts of God Entertainment. Uh, and I formed a group. And so I was recording them yeah. and myself. And that's how things just started okay. spreading out. See, that group that group work, man, it's yeah. always good when you got, like, a couple of like-minded homies. Because sometimes the workload just be a lot for one person, man. Yeah, man. So uh, I was really... Uh, yeah, so I was really just recording them at the time, man. And just like I said, man, we went through some stuff. 
Yeah, we went through some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this how that's the way it it started from. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like 2011, when I started doing recording myself in 10, and then 11, uh, I met with them, and then the group got bigger, and yeah, so. Yeah. One thing after another, man. Too many hands got in the pot, man. <laughs> that always happened with groups, yo. That always happened with groups. But Too you, many hands get in the pot. But as long as you, but that's, I stuck with it. Yeah. Stuck with the music. Yeah. Stuck with the music. But doing the engineering, it took me away from the actual writing part. Yeah, I bet. And see, and that's the, and that was the killer. Uh, Cause I used to write, 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 write. Uh, but I fell in love with the engineering side. Okay. okay. And so it's like. I was about to say, like, how did you, like, when did you, what was that realization point when you was just like, okay, I enjoy doing this more than writing? Because I, I, I can imagine at some point it was like, I got to do this engineering thing, but I really want to get the writing. Hmm. And then it switched over from, I ain't really worried about the writing. I want to do this engineering thing. Like, what right. was that? You remember that moment? Oh man. It had to I knew already I gave myself to the age of thirty three when I was doing music. I said, I'm a, I'm gonna give myself to thirty three, I'm gonna go hard and see what happens. Okay. So that was already in my mind. Uh but uh I guess it had to be the it, it I guess I don't know man it had to be between uh Salsu that's where we had our first studio at Salsu and between uh Joe Lewis when I moved down there down that road it had to be between those two or uh, either that when I quit my job. <laughs> yeah. I, I always be right there. Yeah. I'm not at that point yet, man. Cause, I, yeah, because uh, <laughs> I mean, the one thing you're not going to do is, is say that I am a thief. That's, that's one thing okay. you're not going to do. Yeah. And uh, not when you owe me money for raises and stuff like that already. Yeah. And you're going to say I'm a thief? Nah. And then you're going to come back and try to apologize by giving me half of the raise. No, I need the whole thing, yeah, man. man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I need the whole thing. Don't don't try to give me half. No, I need the whole thing. What man. we already discussed. Um, People try to get over it on you, though. Yeah, That's man. But uh, I think I guess that was, <laughs> that was the moment. It was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. So when you decide to make the transition from like working at like other people's studios to like, you know, coming your own boss, like creating a studio at home, like when did you make that decision? Or is that something you were always kind of working towards? Um, I guess with the whole thing with that, to me, it's it's really a fit. Um, it's a lot of stuff that goes in. If it's kind of like a, a barber, um, it's like if a barber have clients <laughs> and that's what it kind of turned down to if a barber have clients and let's say I guess 
he was charging them something. He's charging them something. Uh-huh. And then when you come to the studio, uh, some studios don't. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. So is there like a, a standard studio fee, and then they take something off the top, as to where like the person that brings in the artist and records doesn't get the full price of what they charge the artist to record them? Oh no, you're definitely not getting the full price. The uh, yeah, you're not getting the full price. It's usually well, I don't, you may. It just depends on you, and I guess the owner. What you could negotiate in your contract. Yeah. Okay. That's what it all depends on. And uh, and for me, I have to find something that's comfortable for me. And I, I just I just haven't found that. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I haven't found that to actually and now um shit. I'm my own business now, so yeah. <laughs> Which I, you feel me? That's what people are inspired to. You're your own boss, man. You got your own brand. Like, yo, this is you. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you built this. So it's that, it's that, that feeling of accomplishment because you got that ownership. Like, you built this with your own two hands. Of course, you know, risks and stuff come with it, but oh, yeah. it's just dope, bro. Like, I know people can't see, but as soon as you walk in here, like, it's not like a, oh, they got this stuff in the bedroom and we're recording in the closet. Like, no, this nah. is professional. Like, as professional as you could get at any studio, but it's just inside a home. So you get that level of, like, comfortability. Right. Like being comfortable, you feel me? And it's just dope to see a brother with his own business, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah. it's, it's booming because you, you go on the calendar, you always book. You feel me? Like, if you look at the book, your little signing book, it's always filled. Like, I've brought recommended people that have come here. Right. They had nothing but great reviews. You always get yeah. good reviews. Like, Everybody that I send here, bro, always talk, speak highly of you. Like, it's just dope to see black business, like, you know, performing at such a high level. Right. And I know, like, like this been a nice transitioning time for me for the COVID. Like, but the music is, the music is still alive. Like, if I really wanted to be, like, open and raining even though like i'm only open now for like nine hours i believe like yeah. nine, nine hours like if i really wanted to do like 24 hours a day man i know people like, be, i know people would be coming it it, it could it. really be that like the music is still strong the music is still strong uh despite with everything that's going on right now that just speaks to you and the type of business that you run that you got clientele like that bro. you feel me like those are just mm-hmm. things that speak highly to you because the only reason why people keep coming and keep recommending people is because every time they come here, but they get good quality stuff. Like, Word. prices is always good. You feel me? Like, you do your own advertisement. Like, it's no, like, funny business, middleman. It's you. Yeah, and I like, fuck up, I try to make it right, too. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know bro. And that's real. That's I'm definitely going to try to make it right if like, I fuck up. Like, we all human. Yeah, we all man. human, bro. At the end of the day, we make mistakes. But if you man enough about it, bro, you, okay, y'all made a mistake right here. You yeah. trying to make, people got to respect that. People got to respect that, bro. That's dope, man. And see, uh, in working, like, I worked in food service, like, since I was 16. Um, even before that, when I was younger, we used to get rakes and stuff and go knock on people's yard. I mean, right, people's right. doors yeah, and try to rake yeah. their yards and all that other good stuff. So I always known how to deal with people, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I know how I want to be treated. And I... 
and I've seen uh, and I and I've been to places where people will look at you at discuss and still expect you to uh, spend money with them. And, uh, yeah, man. And it's crazy out yeah, here. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy out here. People, uh, customer service is, is 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 real shitty too, in some places. Yeah, now you right. <laughs> you right. You absolutely right. But that's a whole nother. People need therapy, man. Yeah. Not in the sense like, oh, you need to go on some medicine, but you just need to sit down and talk to somebody, unpack some shit, bro. Because a lot of times people be mad and upset about stuff that ain't got nothing to do with who they putting that anger out on. Shit, I mean, I'm speaking by myself as well, bro. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm talking from a point where, like, I'm, oh, I'm better than, not at all, bro. I'm, yeah. All these things I'm talking about plus more, you feel me? Like, yeah. plenty of times, bro, they be the ones, like, my loved ones be the ones who feel the wrath of my anger, bro. And it don't make no sense, you feel me? But it's uh, just, like, you're so frustrated. Like, I these can, the people I that can, you could be yeah. vulnerable with, you feel me? Like, so they just happen to get, like, that raw emotion, but... As you grow, bro, you figure out ways to like manage that in, in the warning signs so you can catch yourself so you don't do that because as much as you might not mean to do it, the fact that you do something to somebody, they still remember that. You feel me? Uh, like, so you just got to try to lessen the scars, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know, better. You I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Especially if you're dealing with like partners in life and stuff, bro. It's like you're going to scar each other along the way, bro. So it's going to be your best to like try to lessen the amount of scars, bro. Because at the end of the day, like you don't want to damage people to the point where they got, you know, like issues moving on in their lives and stuff. Like all that stuff is crazy, bro. But it just, it's people's interactions, like people's reality, but like some people. They, they situation is literally like, yo, I got to work three jobs because these jobs don't pay a lot and these bills got to get paid, bro. So they got like no kind of social life outside of work all the time. You feel me? Like, or if they get like a day off, that's, they got their day to try to do everything. For everybody like, too. <laughs> people not getting enough sleep. They're not getting no type of, you're not stimulating your brain in any type of creative way. All you're doing is working and then just trying to decompress from work. Like, how does that affect the person? You feel me? Like, why are we living in a society where the things that we need to survive cost so much money as to where we have to give up so much of our time uh-huh. doing a service in order to pay it, like pay for it? Like, it's it's like really like they don't want us to have free time, so they make the cost of living so crazy. Like, and people that are in like worse financial situations tend to deal with that. It, it manifests more with like people having attitudes and not really like putting their best foot forward because it's just like it becomes so monotonous mm. because they got to do it over and over and over and over again like it, uh, the situations yeah. become almost hopeless so it's just like why even what is there to be optimistic about mm. why put a, fr- a, fr- a front on and be fake about it like I'm not feeling this type of way so I'm going to show you how I'm feeling like yeah. And then people take that and they get upset about it. It's oh well, if you don't want to don't work here, well shit. I wish I could work somewhere else, mm. but this is where I, I got to work. This is one of my three my one of my three jobs because I got to do that in order to pay my bills. Like That's trying to pull true. myself up from the bootstraps. So it's just people be in dire situations, bro, and they they just got to do what they got to in order to like stay afloat. They don't actually get the opportunity to like live. You feel me? Like take a vacation, just like go somewhere, relax sit down for a day and like 
just not be in a rush, bro. Like, you shit, gotta, man. you gotta, you gotta, or your, or your mind is gonna collapse you on itself. You see me, dog? Like, people it's take stuff like that for granted, itself. bro. Like, people take stuff like that for granted, like, bro. Like, I, I know that, I know that, uh, personally. Like, yeah, it will come to you just like that from fact, every man. direction. You gotta find time to relax. You gotta find time to relax. You gotta find time. You gotta do something, do something to relax. Yeah. With, without what your, over what your hobbies are, bro. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, how many people don't know, don't got no hobbies? Like, don't figure out, don't really know what they're good at, what they got to like a inclination to. You feel me? Like, maybe certain activities, like for some reason, like the way your muscles grow, but you just really good at that shit. Like some people, the way they show this setup, they might just be really good at archery, bro. You feel uh-huh. me? Like. It's like wild, crazy shit like that. We never fucking know. Would never know, bro, because they they in this blender we call life. You feel Mm. me, like, and they just trying to goddamn not get chewed up, bro. (laughs) It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy, bro. Like, I'm I'm blessed to be in a situation where I can have a a certain level of like relaxation, bro. Because you know, I mean, I got responsibilities and stuff, but I know it's people that got it way worse than me. Uh, so like, and, and, and you know, I was just thinking about that shit too. Like, spirituality, you can you can really take yourself out of this world. Well, well, with yo. anything, with with if drugs, just came to my mind too. But with spirituality, you can really take yourself out of this world. But you gotta remember, it's a physical world, and you gotta remember that your brothers and sisters here in this physical world too. Yeah, yeah, can't go all too far up in space. Yeah, man. <laughs> you see, that's the people always talk about. What do you think happens when after you die and stuff? Mm. I know the one thing that does happen is that the people we leave behind, they feel sad. Yeah, that's true. And that's always, like, I know that's always something that's subconsciously in the back of our mind. When we get like in situations where we might be feeling like really down and wanting to give up and stuff, we always think of like how other people are gonna deal with it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, and that's that's by design. Like, that's by design, bro. Like, so Ooh. even those people that know how to reach that level of like meditation and spirituality, when they can escape the physical plane, they they few and far in between because their ramifications are just people leaving for selfish reasons and so much hurt people being left behind. Like, things like that, that some people would be like, oh, that's supernatural, but that's not real. That's, it's like, it, it's supposed to be that way. Because if it, if it was something that was like, oh, that's real, everybody could do it. Like, you know, you watch, a, you watch an athlete. Yeah, they do spectacular things, but Odell do a one-handed catch, then you see a whole bunch of people doing one-handed catches. Uh-huh. LeBron do a type of dunk, you see a whole bunch of people doing a type of dunk. Those things are not super supernatural. Mm. You feel me? They attainable through like a certain level of hard work. Mm. But these things like astro playing, like, you know, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like doing all that type of stuff, bro, yeah. like being able to meditate and not eat for like months on type of time. Oh, uh-huh. that's not real. That's no, it's real. Yeah. That's supernatural. Those type of things take a different level of endurance and discipline and stuff like that, bro. So mm. it's kind of supposed to be like that, man. In a sense where a lot of people are not supposed to believe these things that can actually be done if you're trying to, you know, live like a certain type of life, man. But it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's a lot. And and uh man and like and all that shit like man and music has been through my whole spiritual journey and everything, bro. Like it is, it is, it yeah, is man. It that's why music is one of those things that trans transcends language, transcends all the different barriers and stuff. You feel me, like? transcends all that different stuff because it's like it's a feeling it's a vibe it's a vibration it's like it's something that's it's not spoken it's like a physical because you hear it but like the the reaction you have to it like the way it makes you feel like certain just sounds and melodies and, and tones and so on and so forth so it's crazy we're talking about music, man. Music has definitely been something that's like been an outlet for me. It's and you know, you know a lot of musical, you know a lot of musical people, man. Yo, I try. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, for real. Because I, 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 I like music, man. You feel me? I like music, so I just tend to gravitate towards people like that. And and uh, my uh, my session, they done pulled up. They about to start. I guess she said. I'm here where you at? <laughs> Come on in. We finishing up. Come on in. Yeah. Uh, we finishing up. Talking about music, man. I got this EP about to drop. Yo, are you gonna you gonna uh, man. you gonna leak anything? I mean, shit. You know, not really, cause the EP ain't no dropping before <laughs> this episode probably drop anyway. Oh, okay, bet. I mean, the episode was all there on Anchor, man, but I'm going to wait till I finish the first season and then I'm going to drop the whole thing everywhere else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, G Styles, EP, five tracks, you know. Then I'm going to put this pressure on myself to get 11 done before November. Hmm. I get this mixtape out, but I got stuff to say, man. I got some shit to get off my chest, though, so it is what it is. But we're going to keep this one short. You feel me? I got moves to make. Sam got moves to make. You feel me? I appreciate you, brother. For real, man. Not just for working with me. You feel me? And helping me fine tune my sound and stuff like that, man. But for hopping on the podcast with me, bro. Definitely appreciate it, bro. You definitely a legend in my book, man. And you definitely a legend among my people, bro. Everybody that I, I send your way, bro, speak very, very highly of you, man. So. You good by my people's, bro. You good with me? We good. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, man. That's it, yo. Episode six. We out of here, Sandy. Mixing. Oh, yeah. before I slide. Look me up. Y'all in Columbia, say, South Carolina. Boy, tell them your socials, man. Tell them your socials. Uh, just uh, Google me, man. Sam B. Mixing. Sam B. Mixing. Uh, Sam B. Uh, everything spelled out. Uh, no abbreviations. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, located right here in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, we still at it in the middle of COVID. Yep, black owned, yo. Black owned, bruh. Super professional. I know a lot of people be talking about, oh, the black owned, but the professionalism, nah. This is the best of both worlds right here, bro. I'm telling you. I am telling you, like, and it doesn't matter what type of music you do, bruh, we'll be able to work with you. Because I didn't sent, like, saxophonists over here, vocalists over here, like, it's more than just rap, man. It's music. It's very professional, yo. Sam be mixing on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Look them up. Y'all already know my stuff. Marlo mm-hmm. Farin, M-A-R-L-O-F-A-R-I-A-N. Like Rasta Farin, but Marlo Farin. That's it, man. We out of here.
Appreciate y'all rocking with us. All right. Bye, everybody. Yo. <laughs> yeah, we should turn the music on. That shit was dope, bro. <laughs> it's probably going to be like a...